What's up, guys? It's three-time NFL Pro Bowler All-Decade Return Specialist, Josh Cribs. I want to welcome you to the College Sports Connection Podcast, where AA Alex and AJ host the Mid-American Conference Best. everybody welcome back to the csc podcast all action all the time i'm your host alex the captain joining me as always it's aj the guru what's going on everybody aj welcome back i can't i mean we're really on the second half of the season we kicked off the first week of the second half of the season this last week a lot of great a lot of great mat games going on a lot of close scores i think a big part of that was the weather actually no score uh minus miami versus western michigan was decided by more than 10 points no i take that back eastern michigan kent state as well so but no Mm -hmm. score was decided by more than two touchdowns and uh yeah i mean just what a great slate but uh we'll uh we'll get into that in a second i was off last week i know you were attending a mountain west game a little bit different than what we do but uh go ahead and uh, talk about that for a minute yeah what a game that was uh air force wyoming uh air force is uh six and oh now ranked 22nd in the country and again, a huge thank you to uh, Troy Gearhart and uh, the staff over at uh, the Air Force Academy for allowing Faith and I to be a part of that game. Um, and we'll be doing a little bit more of it here in, in a couple of weeks. Well, good stuff, man. That's uh, let's get into the Mac. Let's get into our uh, bread and butter here. We'll just start off. Uh, give me your yeah, give me your play of the week. The play that stuck out to you the most. Play of the week, man. You look. You look. You, we talked about it too early on. How like the weather. It seemed like the entire East Coast was just getting dumped on with rain. Mm-hmm. Every Big Ten game I watched, it seemed like uh, there was rain. Ohio State, Purdue, there was. Um, all of the Mac games. The one that was interesting, though. Now, did you did you, did you watch any games at all? I yeah, I've I, I've spent I've spent since I've been back. I actually went back and I've actually watched almost every game just to try to get caught up for this week. So, yeah, I've watched a lot of football. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. That makes sense. I'm gonna fair, fair enough. I think uh, Devon Ferguson's interception late in that game for Miami, Ohio. Yeah, I think that's probably one that kind of sealed it for them. I think, um, and that was an interesting. Or excuse me for uh, for BG. I was looking at their helmets, and that design that that design looks very similar to the helmet color on TV that it does to Miami, Ohio. Mm-hmm. But BG's uh, Ferguson makes that interception there. I think it really seals it. And that was an interesting game, too, we talked about early on in the week. We didn't really know what to expect from either team. Neither team has been playing very well. Buffalo is really on the, the down right now. They're, play, they're at 2-5. and five. BG's at 3-4. and four. Weren't really sure what to expect, but BG putting up 24 points is a little more than I thought they would. Yeah, no, that was uh, – I knew this, this was going to be a, a low-scoring game. And, you know, 24-14, you know, a tough game for both Buffalo and Bowling Green. Uh, Buffalo – falls to two and five, you know, but they are still two and one in Mac play Bowling green finally gets a win in the conference. I mean, that's just one of those games, you know, I think weather plays a lot of factor, like a lot of the scores this week, I don't put too much stock into purely because of weather, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and obviously we'll, we'll be able to kind of touch on some of these a little bit. Um, But I mean, that's, and that was a huge play. That was a huge one for Bowling green to really, 
really kind of uh set set the Falcons up, you know, they can get a chance to rattle off a few more wins, you know. They only need two more to become bowl eligible and they've got a they've got a schedule that they can do that. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think I think Bowling Green has a shot at being bowl eligible. My preseason prediction was that they win seven games. You have to win three of your next five to do so. And they've got yeah. a they've got the ability to do so. It'll be interesting to see what they have now that they're past Ohio, now that they're past um Miami. The, their biggest test remaining, I think, is really Toledo. Um, yeah, you kind you kind of look what they have. They have Akron this week, then Ball State, Kansas State, Toledo, and uh, Western. So they could easily win three of those games. Yeah, so I'm not too worried about them hitting that seven win mark. But you know, talking about plays of the game, um, it was kind of a back to back play. Uh, you know, so Hayden Wolf. This is the Western Michigan game. This was I want to say this was in the fourth quarter. Western Michigan, Hayden Wolf. Uh, he has a five-yard touchdown run, and then he converts the two-point to Leroy Thomas mm-hmm. to kind of put uh, to to put the Broncos back within a score. And you know, I just it wasn't a flashy play, but it was a critical play, right? And I think that was what was important. It, it for me, play of the week. It doesn't necessarily mean flashy, although you know we could have talked about the Kent State opening kickoff against Eastern Michigan. Um, we could talked about that being a play of the week. Right. But I, for me, it was the Hayden Wolf touchdown in the fourth quarter gave, gave the Broncos a shot at this. Ultimately uh, Miami put it away with back-to-back field goals uh, with about a minute and 10 seconds apart. But to me, that was, that was kind of a big play. Um, Now that really stands out as my play of the week because it was just so bang, bang. It was the five yard run and then a quick strike for the two point conversion. That's my play of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Then in Two point conversions are always fun to watch because it's such a gamble. Like mm-hmm. if you're you're a hero if you get it, but you're zero if you don't. You can exactly. take the one point or take the three. Exactly. And yeah, they're always fun to watch because you don't see them that often. They're kind of like an onside kick. You see you see the two point conversion a little more often, but still not enough to be like consistent with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move to your helmet sticker. Who are you? Which player are you giving your helmet sticker to this week? Yeah, I'm going with Brad Gabbert. I mean, he was. 20 of 35 for 223, two touchdowns, one interception. You kind of look across the board. Statistically, passing-wise, he may have been the only guy over 200 yards this weekend. If not, yeah, I mean, I think uh, yeah, Rocky Lombardi was 172. Curtis Rourke was 159. Not a lot of yards through the air this weekend. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give it to Blaine Gabbert because it was also seeing, good to see Blaine you, Brett be himself. Brett, Blaine, sorry, Blaine's Brett. in the NFL. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was good to see him kind of back to his old self, if you will. Sure. Uh, you know, you, got, you, got, you look kind of statistically throughout the weekend here. We talked about the weather, but I mean, Ball State Toledo, Daquan Finn had 166 yards. Kyle Kelly only had 38 through the air. Like there wasn't a whole lot going on. So, I mean, Gabbert, for me, he, he gets my helmet sticker. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I like that pick. Gabbert, you know, played played a great game. You know, he looked really sharp uh, to set up the the game this week with uh, with Toledo. Uh, very impressive play. Um, you know, man, yeah, like you said, not a lot of yard airs this week. A lot of that coming thanks to the weather. Um, so I, and you know, in in doing this research a little bit, this one was a little bit tougher. Um, so I think I'm gonna go ahead and pick. Mm-hmm. There's nobody like really, you know. Right. 
I, I think I'm going to go ahead and go with, um, God, this is tough. Um, I was really, really impressed with Penny Boone this week on a week mm-hmm. where you needed the ground game. Um, Penny Boone stuck out, you know, he had 148 yards and he had the game winning score really, uh, for yeah. Toledo to me that just that one sticks out more than anything else just because it was a critical touchdown late in the game in a in a slug you know it was uh you know it was ugly out there in Muncie you know slippery wet whatever he came in clutch Penny Boone setting up um the Rockets to to a six and one win or just yeah to moving to six and one on the season and uh yeah I think Penny Boone he gets my helmet sticker this week he's he's probably you know, if I had to reevaluate, he might be my current front runner for offensive player of the year. Maybe not Mac player of the year. I don't know yet, but like probably offensive player of the year because he has just looked so good. He's finally coming into his own, you know, after transferring from Maryland and kind of getting into shape the way uh, Toledo needed him to. He's looked really good all season long. So got to go Penny Boone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I was able to watch bits and pieces of the game and he, every time I saw him run, he ran hard. Mm-hmm. And that was a real positive. And I didn't realize either he and uh, Daquan were high school teammates. Yes. I did not realize that until the commentator said that. But yeah, on the year, he has 107 carries, uh, 792 yards, and eight touchdowns. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely in there running for Mac Player of the Year or Offensive Player of the Year. Sure, sure. And play, Player of the Year usually goes to a quarterback anyway. So, yeah, not fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's look at this week's games. I've got them all pulled up here. So we've got six MAC games. We're finally fully in conference play. We've got Western Michigan at Ohio, uh, noon on CBS Sports Network. We've got Akron at BG, ESPN Plus at two o'clock. Central Michigan at Ball State on ESPN Plus at three thirty. Eastern Michigan at NIU at three thirty. We've got Buffalo at Kent State. That's a battle of mid right there, uh, 3.30. And then 4 o'clock, the final game of the day on national television, ESPNU. 6-1 and one Toledo, taking on 6-1 and one Miami, mm-hmm. Ohio. To me, it feels like there's a very obvious game there, of the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I, I want to hear, I want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I'm not going to go with the obvious because I think the Every Mac fan is going to be watching that game. I really think Eastern and Northern Illinois is going to be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eastern comes in at four and three. It's at, at DeKalb, at Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois is sitting there at three and four in the year, coming off a huge win this past weekend. And I use favored by 12 at home, again, which is which is nice. And I think this is a great opportunity for Coach Hammock, Rocky Lombardi, all those guys to get the you know, get the ball rolling, if you will. Sure. You know, having an Eastern Michigan team who is – I'm not going to say they're great. I mean, they're – had a 14-point win against Kent State last week uh, in the slop. But I think both teams coming off wins, meeting into DeKalb is going to be a huge one. And I think this is going to be a really interesting case where two teams are looking to get bowl eligible. Sure, sure. No, I, I think you're right. I think it'll be a really interesting game, really fun to watch, see what both teams kind of put out there on the field. Um, for me, the other, you know, I'm not going to go with the obvious one. I am going to go, however, uh, Western Michigan, Ohio. Um, mm-hmm. Ohio uh, really for most of the season has looked like the Mac favorite. Um, and now they got to come home, regroup, get together against a Western Michigan team who offensively they're starting to figure it out. You know, I know they're only two and five on the season one and two in Mac play, but 
you know, the offense is starting to click. Uh, Tresan Bourget has looked really good. Um, this is a team who is really starting to slowly turn the ship around. I do mm-hmm. think Ohio probably wins this game. You know, you've got, you've got a team who's been undefeated at Peden stadium since the beginning of last season. I don't necessarily see that changing, but I see this being an interesting game. Bobcats are a 17 point favorite, but I wouldn't be surprised if this was a pinch closer just because of how, uh, how good the offense for Western Michigan is starting to look. And maybe NIU finally revealed a little bit of the Bobcats weaknesses a week ago. Yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely right. You know, NIU, they, they struggled there early on in the year. I mean, they have now we're in Mac play and it's, we talked about it last week that it's your record zone right now. Yep. It's all about conference play. You can't look at the matchup predictor here. It's 77.8% in favor of NIU on the year. Rocky Lombardi's 97 of one ninety seven of 169 for 1,187 yards, six touchdowns, four interceptions. On the flip side of that, Austin Smith is 94 of 164 for 952, six touchdowns, three interceptions uh, on the year. So that's going to be a fun matchup to watch. Um, you know, obviously NIU coming off a huge win. I think that's a huge confidence boost. I think it's a huge confidence booster for a team who's been looking for a booster over the past month. Yeah. NIU has struggled. You know, the loss to in-state team uh, Southern Illinois. I think going to uh, Lincoln and getting thrashed there. You know, they were looking for something, and I think last week's win could be that something going forward. Sure. I mean, you know, they, in, in fairness, they are also two and one in Mac play. That's, I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, everything's still on the table for them. You know, they got to hope Toledo loses twice the rest of the way to, to kind of take control, but you know, they, you're right. They're turning things around. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I, I think that Miami or that NIU probably wins this one you know eastern michigan what you know we'll see what happens i think eastern michigan's defense looks solid uh the offense Mm -hmm. is still trying to figure things out defense and special teams looks really good for them it's the offense that's really not not coming around the way people thought but yeah we'll we'll have to see moving into this week before we move on there real quick i want to talk about a team that has sneakily been kind of good and that's central michigan Sitting there at four and three in the year. I don't think they were on anybody's radar early on this year, but they're sitting there at four and three, taking on a ball state team who's one and six this week. But Central Michigan might be a team to watch out for here as we go down the stretch. Yeah, CMU, you know, four and three, you know, two and one in conference play. I I wouldn't be surprised if they if they came out. I think they figured out finally who their quarterback is, and it's Jace Mm -hmm. Bauer. You know, I think that was that was a critical thing for them. You know, they got the win at South Alabama earlier this year under Jace Bauer. You know, I think this is a team who has every opportunity to be really, really good as long as they can get get off the field. The defense has shown, you know, some issues early. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean they they looked they looked terrible against Buffalo. Let's just call it what it is. You know, defensively they looked solid against Akron. Um and they got they did enough to beat EMU and to beat South Alabama. It'll be interesting to see. I'm excited to see what they do. It's uh, I don't think that they're there yet. I think they might finish with bowl eligibility, but I, you know, we'll uh, we'll have to keep an eye on them and see. I think you know, win over Ball State obviously sets them up. They only have to win one more in the final three after this week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll we'll take a look and see. It'll be it'll be fun watching what they do down the stretch. And they've got a tough stretch. Ball State this week, then NIU, 
then Western, then Ohio, then Toledo. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun to see. Not, uh, not counting them out of anything quite yet, but, uh, not at all. moving into this week, uh, moving into kind of where I'm going to be this week, um, doing something a little bit different. Uh, it's Toledo at Miami, uh, both six and one, both three and three in conference play. Really one of them could arguably be ranked after this week. I think, um, depending on how, how the game goes, depending on what it looks like. But uh, all that being said, really excited. Going to be bringing a live broadcast. Um, good friend of the program and uh, who's helped me out a little bit this year with travel and whatnot, uh, Graham Giles. Going to be doing a live audio broadcast with me um, down from Jaeger Stadium. Uh, we'll be hosting that over on YouTube. Really looking forward to that. I'm going to try to get AJ in at halftime uh, to kind of do some halftime recap breakdowns things like that so yeah i mean spread the word you know tell everybody you know go check out our youtube it's youtube.com slash at the csc podcast it's our first ever true live audio broadcast we did one back in 2021 it was toledo's home opener um i want to say that was against it was norfolk state is what that was Um, i remember that yeah and you know, picked up a few things from that. Really hard to do a uh, live broadcast solo, as uh, as we found out. So this time, uh, with AJ not being here, I uh, again tagged in Graham to help, and we've uh, we got a few tricks up our sleeve for for the listeners at home. We did a we did a test run this week and mm-hmm. got a few things that we're really excited to bring everybody. Cool. I think didn't we try to do one at a MAC championship one year too? We we tried to do a halftime breakdown at half-time, Mac, that's the Mac what Championship. Was. That's yeah. what it was. Um, that's right. And uh, yeah, sometimes internet at those places not not so hot. Yeah, but... Ford Field's not great. Let's be yeah. real here. Yeah. So it's uh, so looking forward to this one. Um, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube, please go subscribe. Um, trying to get as many ears and eyes on this as possible. It's just going to be audio, no uh, no video. So um, if you want, you can sync it up with the TV broadcast. Listen to us go. Like I said, we're going to try to bring AJ on at halftime. Talk mm-hmm. some, uh, well, talk some Mac football, what's going on around the day. Most of the other games, minus the 330 games, will be done by the time mm-hmm. we hit halftime. So looking forward to that. And that's going to be a really, really cool opportunity. Also, the group of five guys will be there, you know, friends of the program and uh, be talking with them during their pregame show. So got a busy day this Saturday. Really looking forward to it. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got that. I'm refereeing high school ball Saturday morning. And then next week, I hop on a flight and head back your way. Perfect. So, so we've got, yeah, we've got that game. And I'll have a week after that uh, up in Denver. So we've got a couple of biz, big fun, actually, you're more fun than anything. I think what we have coming up here, mm. we uh, cool opportunities. That's what we're all about. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it, guys. Keep following us over on, uh, on X now, I guess is what it's called. You can go follow us at College Sport Pod. Uh, check out our Instagram, trying to grow that following a little bit at the CSC Podcast. Of course, you can find us on Facebook if you're over the age of 40. Um, you can find us at the CSC Podcast, all action all the time. Uh, if you haven't left us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, please do so. You know, that helps us out, helps us move up the rankings. We've seen uh, some of those numbers climb a little bit, so we really appreciate mm-hmm. it. But please keep leaving that. Please leave those um, reviews. Uh, Subscribe so you never miss when a new episode comes out. 
we wanna we wanna continue to bring you the best of the Mid American Conference, um, and uh, keep the wheels chugging. AJ, did you have anything else to throw out there before we sign off for the night? I don't. I think this might be one of the best best slates we've had here in a while because they're gonna some questions were answered last week. Now let's see how these teams respond. Sure. And this is a big respond week for uh, for teams. This is also a big week for teams to kind of set their path for the rest of the season. Um, so really looking forward to it. Good deal. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you Friday or we'll see you Saturday uh, at Miami versus Toledo. And if we don't see you, see you then we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.